Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pralaya Media Podcast. This time we're going to be talking with a misanthrope. We're going to talk about what misanthropy is, his worldview, future of mankind, and that sort of thing. Well, let's start with your definition of what what misanthropy is and what it what it means for for you. For me, um, basically, it's uh, I've lost faith in humanity. Um, I'm not sure if you heard of uh, Blå Lagunen in Ekerö. Mm, nope. Uh, it's uh, basically um, it's a site where they used to dig. I'm not sure of what they were digging for, but it's kind of like a man-made ma- uh, lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of uh, last year, 2019, it was closed down basically because people left trash all over the place. And, and because it's just an old site, there, there is, I mean, there's no state picking up the trash or anything. It's basically, if people go there, it's basically on their own responsibility. But for me, that's like the perfect uh, representation of what mankind is capable and uncapable of. Uh, basically, a lot of people in a group start just copying their, uh, the same kind of behavior. Individuals can definitely clean up, but people in group copies the behavior of not cleaning up. And you end up in a situation where it's basically someone has to go in and say, no, you can't go there. And that's just like a, uh, that's like a small mini example. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you take that example t- times like 2000, that's basically the situation we are in right now. We're very dependent on very few people to deal with very big issues that basically is too complicated at the moment to be able to handle. And so but what, what is the point with this? That, that you think that mankind will basically just eat it up itself or, or what's... Yeah, most definitely. That, that's absolutely what we're doing right now. And I think Corona at the moment is actually proving this point. Now that uh, the economy is crashing and uh, most of every, we, I mean, we basically hit uh, peak oil uh, because of Corona. Um, I think the situation is definitely going to get way worse. But at the same time, uh, nature is uh, uh, actually getting back on track. Uh, but I mean, the, the current system we have is not really developed for this kind of positive it's more towards the negative where we want to go back to the way we were living before, which, well, a lot of things are not really pointing out towards that direction. So a lot of the good things are not good things in comparison to the, the kind of living standards we used to be living, but also the economy is so based on the destructive behavior that we are so used to that if we don't go back to the destructive behavior, society will basically crash. Yeah. But is that is that really a bad thing? <laughs> Isn't that a chance for us to to do something new? Mm, yes and no, because the further we go into the crisis, mm-hmm. the closer we're going to get to starvation. And as long as we hit that road, it's not going to be that simple of just um, fixing things. It's going to be more like World War Two. Mm-hmm. 
where the situation is quickly going to get out of control. More conflicts. It's going to be resource-based. Uh, India is a really good example. I mean, they closed down all of India. It's like a third of the world population, probably even more. It's it's a situation where it's a guess and wish. Basically, we, no one really knows uh, how it's going to play out, but we know if we look further back into to, uh, our own history, what happens. And we're very close to a situation where we're going to start conflicts with each other, yeah. especially with peak oil. Uh, well, it's not really peak oil. It's more like peak oil light right now, yeah. uh, where, where basically the oil is being uh, sold for uh, negative prices. Yeah. That is going to, uh, especially for the Middle East, that is uh, in a situation where there have been a lot of conflicts for a long time. The oil has been really the one resources to keep some sort of safety for, for a lot of countries uh, that is going to change and it's going to take it's going to take a real long time before any kind of new safety net is going to be developed but most of everything doesn't really point towards a new safety net uh, being developed it's more the opposite it's uh, like the dark ages uh, i think a lot of the things going on right now has a lot of comparisons to the roman empire basically falling down and crashing that's basically where we are right now. Mm. We're going to have a long period of basically the dark ages. Mm. And it's going to be global, which is a huge thing. Because back in the dark ages, it was basically just Europe. I mean, if you compare Europe with Asia, it was like two different worlds. Yeah. Okay. But now it's affecting everyone on a whole different scale. But, but hang on. When, when you say the dark ages, just to clarify what you mean, so, so basically we'll have a strong elite and a bunch of peasants who are living in absolute poverty or where, what do you mean? No, it's more going to be um, when the barbarians or more the Germans, but basically when the barbarians uh, uh, occupied uh, Rome. Mm-hmm. So it's basically going to be a huge uh, step backwards uh, and both in culture, but also in technology, uh, especially everything that we uh, can think in like positive terms of development, mm-hmm. it's going to be a huge step backwards. I mean, you can see it uh, basically if you look at the art in comparison to in Asia and Rome, mm-hmm. you can see how the Europe's uh, European art basically degenerated into almost stick figures in comparison. Uh, it took a long while for Europe to recuperate. Uh, and well, it, it's a long period. It's almost like a thousand years. I don't think it's going to be a thousand years this time, but it's going to definitely hit us uh, uh, at a level that is um, well. It's definitely, and it's a strong word. I think uh, um, we, we had like a tried to have like a beginning conversation. I think a, a, a very good point to make, like in this part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. When I talk about like knowledge or w- what I expect and everything, I basically just represent myself. Mm-hmm. But I, to me, uh, uh, Socrates is basically what cl- comes closest to heart. Uh, I, I really don't believe in knowledge. I believe everything is just a approximation. And I, I'm, I'm definitely open to uh, my opinion being wrong. Uh, I don't really see there is any knowledge that is obtainable. We only have belief. And what I'm expressing is basically belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before we move on here, um, uh, your, if I've understood you correctly, so your 
your version of misanthropy, so to speak, would be that you have a you've lost faith in humanity and think that well you have this, I'd say dystopian uh, catastrophic scenario that you're expecting and you have lost faith that humanity actually will will do something about it. Are are we? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I see basically cycles in uh, human history. Uh, we're back into uh, we're trying to back our history back to the dark ages, even though we actually have knowledge what happened. Mm-hmm. Even though I mean, there's knowledgeable people that that understands how the situation was created. Mm-hmm. There, there's very uh, there's a lot of similarities what happened in that period. There's a lot of similarities what's going on right now, even with that knowledge. We can't even stop the cycle happening. Um, so basically, we're in a situation that we can understand, mm-hmm. we can express, yet it is happening. Mm-hmm. And there's very little we can do about it. I think people in a group can't solve uh, mediocre problems, while individuals can be smart. But the problem is, um, especially now that we're, we're, we're just with too many people, uh, and there's too many large groups trying to organize, and we are really incapable of organizing once we hit a certain level of too many people. Could you even elaborate a bit on that? Because I'm thinking, well, I mean, in the world today, we basically got monopolies of this and that. You've got a, a, the EU trying to control this and that, what have you. You've got, and of course, these things won't work uh, on all levels, but I mean, you've got everything from you know, the smallest of projects with only three people to, to uh, well, to, to, to NASA or whatever. It's, uh, yeah, no, that, well, that, I think that's a fair point. Uh, I think Brexit, uh, uh, even Italy has expressed some desire to actually leave EU at the moment as well. Yeah. Uh, we have a large growing desire to ba- ba- basically break free, uh, free from globalism. Yeah. I agree uh, in a certain sense that what I just expressed, globalism is a possible thing because basically you're moving uh, a lot of the responsibilities, but also uh, the knowledge and everything. Basically, it means less people to be involved in very critical areas, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing. But it's also very fascist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, sure. Sure, But my my point was just that it it just uh, sounds a bit harsh if you say that humans can't organize anything because i mean we are a social species on one level and yes we and we have a a, a, a world population that's greater than it ever has been so on, on some level we must have been organizing something correctly because the mortality rates in general are going down as well i can agree at, at a certain extent what I, I would express yes we are capable of organizing but i i think in some kafkaesque sense as well what we are constructing has also become a growing organism that is that is basically independent of us and that organism we have no control of today and people in groups are really more slaves towards that system i'm not saying they're slaves i mean um if we take Trump, just like a good example, a lot of Americans now are waking up to a situation where they have a lot of mistrust towards the American government and express they express that mistrust towards Trump. Trump is not the problem. The, I mean, the, the problem goes back at least 20 years in America. It's a good thing that they're waking up to Trump being a problem, but it's basically the system 
mm-hmm. the system that needs to be changed. And as long as they express the problem as being a person, they're missing the key factor of what's causing the problem. And you can, if you take that in a bigger sense, like the, the climate change uh, economy is a better example. We, we basically, we, we accept a system that is not working and we keep it alive but if you ask like key individuals, like um, I love Andrea Sarvenka, uh, writes a lot about economy. Yeah. Uh, if you read key individuals, it's very apparent that the current system is a suicide, suicidal economy. But we don't really, I mean, even um, if you would take the, the Swedish parliamentary system, we don't have debates for uh, changing the monetary funds. The it's a lot of key things that are sh- uh, uh, missing in a working society. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to make like this into a, some sort of conspiracy. Yeah. It's more like uh, trying to identify a situation. Yeah. And I don't really see a key co- conversation going on. And it, 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 it almost feels like we need Corona uh-huh. <laughs> in order to actually have the conversation about the economy. Okay. Why isn't the economy working? Why are su- such big corporations failing Despite, I mean, if you just look at it like critically, mm-hmm. Corona hasn't been around for more than a couple of months, mm-hmm. yet the global scale on the money that we had to produce for only covering around two months, I mean, uh, it was, uh, I think it was around uh, two billion uh, that, that they had to create for uh, an American dollar. I mean, prior, um, prior uh, 2020, there was around... 1.7, I think, a billion American dollar in cash. Mm-hmm. So basically, we had to create more money that was in existence during 2019 to cover two months. Yeah, that that is a cat- catastrophic level, uh, and it really does show in a certain way how uh, fragile the whole system is. Sure, sure, I, I agree. But, um, but it's just I, I need to stick a bit on on the concept of misanthropy because I mean. Uh, to me, it sounds like yes, you're talking about a system that we've maybe maybe it's outdated. Maybe maybe we get gathered so much information that we're soon realizing now that oh well, we've been living after let's say I don't know industrial standards more or less. You know, with representative democracy or or efficiency as some sort of ideal or whatever. And now we're realizing that okay, we live on this more fragile planet, and the economy isn't really on par with the complexity of nature itself perhaps and what have you but uh, see, seeing that that's one thing I'd say but then <laughs> condemning the entire human species into to to utter doom uh, I, I don't see I don't see the match there um, I think uh, basically I, th- I think it's wishful thinking I do agree there's a lot of uh, I, uh, I do agree there's a lot of ideas there are a lot of good thinkers out there but the whole of the human species is basically like that toad if you put it in cold water and heat this water slowly it will stay in the water and boil but if you put it in boiling water it will try to jump out but that's basically what we are we basically have to hit that critical point where is a critical situation to make a change? Even though we, I mean, we are smart, we have capable abilities, we have a lot of education, but despite that, we're still in a situation where basically nothing really changes. Yeah, well, that's that's interesting. How about um, 
if you uh, nerd on on people like uh, I don't know uh, Elon Musk, for instance, who, who's planning on moving out into space and that sort of thing, would you say that this does that conflate with with your with with the view that we're not getting anywhere? In in the back of my head, I keep thinking uh, if you have a uh, like a cicada, uh, in key individuals. Mm tend to work mm. but if, if a lot of uh, a lot of them group together uh, they even change behavior mm. so you have a situation in Africa right now mm. where there, there is uh, a lot of um, there's insects that's eating up all the food right now oh yeah uh, locusts locusts thank you yes that's that's what I was looking for yeah, yeah. so so basically uh, they change behavior if you rub the back of the leg Uh, of the, it's not a cicada, it's a grasshopper. But if you rub the the, the back of the leg, it actually changes both color, changes behavior, it metamorphs into a locust. And and I I think Elon Musk is basically, he is a key individual that is more like a grasshopper. He's he's like a a normal cicada. He's an individual. he has not yet turned into one of the locusts, which is basically for me how I would describe people in groups. Because in groups, they basically lose uh, uh, their, their in, uh, individual ability to make critical choices, uh, uh, critical thinking. And they depend on uh, each other in situations where they shouldn't. They should stop and maybe reevaluate re- re- uh, whether or not this is a good idea or not. Um, and a, and a lot of that behavior really stops. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of a lot of situations in the back of my head, but I'm going to stop for a second so you basically can ask a question if you want. I understand that part. Actually, I was talking to an, uh, another guy about this, and he, he had a similar notion that he, he was condemning ideologies in general because he thought that people, when they adopt an ideology, they're just rehashing ideas and what have you, and they're losing their individuality and whatnot. Um, yeah. But never, nevertheless, I mean, um, you know, so what? Let, let's say that, yes, there are people, when they gather up in groups, they behave like morons, but what if, what if you just, maybe you just need a, a few good people who know how to show what it is that we need, what needs to get done, and then things grow from there because I mean on, on yes we can say that okay we're in a shit situation and what have you but at the same time I mean look at animal rights for instance I think this is a good example because a lot of people who uh, want to say that mankind is a terrible species and what have you they, they'll talk about look how we mistreat animals and look at the meat industry and all this but I would then say that well well look at what that the fact that people are talking about it compared to I don't know 40 years ago Nobody cared, or at least people people cared, but it didn't really reach any. You didn't have the the group collective that's pushing on the the meme, so to speak, from a <laughs> Richard Dawkins point of view, I guess. But do you see my point? Yeah, no, definitely. But but I then again, I would just describe that as wishful thinking. Um, I I think in some sense, if we go back to Elon Musk, I, I see him as a grasshopper, mm-hmm. uh, and a grasshopper can't lead the group of locusts. It simply can't. What what can happen to the grasshopper is basically the grasshopper can be turned into a locust. But you can't have the reverse situation. And I think in that sense, that is basically how 
human beings, and in a lot of terms, we work pretty much the same. The, the grasshoppers avoid the locusts. Mm-hmm. It's a natural behavior because they don't want to be turned into a locust. Mm-hmm. But a locust get, becomes very social and wants to group together. So basically, they want to create more locusts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't think you can have the reverse situation. Uh, of course, I'm wrong uh, because there are uh, there are key individuals that is basically proving that point uh, completely different. Uh, Greta Thunberg is, is a really good example of this. Uh, and it's really interesting that she's able to, as a grasshopper, actually move the locusts towards a better situation. But I don't think she actually has like the the ability to um, basically describe the situation in terms that an individual is able to translate into something that is ideas and something constructive. Uh, whereas if you speak to a group of locusts, basically you have like the master-slave mm-hmm. kind of situation. And I'm not saying, therefore, there are slaves and there is master and everything. I, I, I'm not trying to make that into some sort of conspiracy point. I'm, what I'm basically saying is... Uh, as long as people want to be programmed, then you always have the limitation of uh, back to ideologies and uh, that whole point again. People want to basically have a certain set of instructions to follow. So basically, they can blame the instruction when it fails. Right, right. Yeah, sure. Like a scapegoat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you could say that basically uh, presidents have this same same function as well in a way oh definitely yeah, yeah the current president uh, in yeah trump is a real good example of this and i mean it's um, and i, I don't think uh, uh, to be honest I, I think trump is very conscious about it uh yes to make that point I, I really think he has made it into his own sort of strategy um he as long as he doesn't accept or admit fault everyone else is going to look weaker in his company because anyone who accepts or admits to some sort of weakness, whereas he never does, creates a situation where basically he looks like the guy that knows what he's talking about, despite the fact that everyone at this point knows that he is really just a, he's a yeah, he, he likes to lie a lot. And if we have to continue that same conversation like grasshopper and locust and everything, uh, I think the locusts are more prone to follow people like Trump. And in the end, they will always have more power in a sense uh, than most of us as individuals are willing to accept. But as in groups, it's very easy to identify how, how far right reaching that power is. Okay, I'm, 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 I was thinking more like um, uh, our ability to organize and everything. Uh, basically, I would be, uh, describe myself as uh, an anarchist. Uh, and one of the interesting things about anarchists is we're really, really bad at organizing. And it's kind of like it, it goes back to like the whole concept of anarchy, the, like the individual uh, uh, have responsibilities, uh, how we express ourselves, how we want to group uh, is it supposed to be more of a uh, freedom-based, uh, uh, a lot of trust on individuals, but it simply doesn't work because of this key, key factor that there's too many people that want a set of ru- uh, rules. And if you remove the rules, they will basically find a person like Trump who will tell them these are the rules and you will have the same kind of situation we have right now. So, so it basically... If I've understood you correctly, as humans, we've got this inherent hierarchical 
uh, programming, so to speak, and we look up to maybe a tribe leader or some sort of symbolic equivalent, at least. And yep. this, in turn, you believe, would simply usher mankind into its own uh, undoing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And that's basically the situation we have now. I mean, empires will fail, but it's but it's not key individuals' fault. It's basically because poop, people, uh, I was about to say people, but uh, yeah, people. <laughs> Freudian slip. Uh, so... So basically, I mean, if you look back to the, the Roman ages, uh, and you, even if you try to understand how basically the Roman Empire failed and everything, you, you, you can find a lot of key individuals that played a key role. But I think that the larger picture has more to do about how the failed economy kept on trying to survive while devaluating the, their own, uh, debasing their own, uh, their, their, uh, their currency. Uh, and basically... When the the whole empire started to crumble, when it no longer had the ability to pay off the the, the security in a lot of situations, and where where taxes was raised to an unreasonable uh, length, you you had individuals that suddenly were free people, but as free people could not cooperate. So basically, you started having a situation where there was a lot of crises that started going into each other and everything started crumbling together. But you want that key individual to point towards like he is the key guy. He is the one that is uh, causing all the problems. So if we remove that person, we remove the whole problem. But very little changed Uh, and mostly for the more negative it took a long time before everything started pointing towards something more positive, especially in Europe. Don't you think that there's there's the, I'd say maybe risk or chance, it depends on how you look at it, but well, that you'll have, I don't, I can't remember what that movie is, but there there's a <laughs> science fiction movie by, what's his name, Peter Jackson, I think he did it. Okay. Uh, anyway, but he portrays a world where you have people living on Earth as, you know, the, the people who, who are the slum dwellers, more or less, and then you've got the rich kids up in space somewhere. Don't you think that there would be a possibility... That future mankind would would end up like that in some way. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, are you thinking of bad taste? Uh, no, no, no. no, no. This, is, this, is, this is quite recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. This this was before. All right. No. No. So uh, yeah, no, definitely. And I think that's uh, basically, and uh, in some sense, so I think this uh, uh, basically. Um, we have, in some sense, outdated ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think we are definitely going to be replaced by AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a matter of time. And I don't think it's going to be like a Terminator situation. It's not. It's not basically not needed. Mm-hmm. Um, we are too much dependent on technology. Our Id- idiocracy is also a really good example. We are too much dependent on systems that we are no longer able to really understand except key, key people. Uh, and the, the further we go down this road... I don't think we're going to have the situation where basically idiots is going to roam the planet. I think we will have the situation we will not be on the planet. But the technology will live on. What about the transhumanist uh, society who who are trying to combine technology with with the human biological organism? I I think that's definitely something interesting. But I I think... um, think, um, 
in a lot of sense, like if we think in a Darwinian kind of like yeah. template, mm-hmm. I definitely think uh, at some point we will have to leave the planet. Uh, uh, if there is advanced life forms, mm-hmm. uh, except our own planet, I think that's one of the key uh, factors that really stands out for uh, an advanced life form. Mm-hmm. The ability to basically leave uh, uh, the limitations of one's planet. Uh, and I definitely think in some sense, I mean, if we had the ability to basically uh, use up all the uh, resources here on Earth and move to another planet and use up all the resources on that planet and move on, we, we as a virus kind of uh, uh, species could survive. Yeah. But in the same kind of sense, we, we are, in a lot of sense, we are a virus. We are eating up the planet. We are consuming more and more resources. There. There is very little uh, debate at the moment uh, whether we should uh, uh, limit population. Uh, and I'm, I'm talking in a global sense, not just key countries like China and India, more like in, a, in a global sense. Uh, we have a, a certain idea that we somehow have liberties in, in the sense that we somehow uh, are... Uh, in, some, somehow we're not dependent on each other. We have this idea that basically my independency somehow is greater or even higher than other individuals. Uh, and we declare them as rights, yeah. but they, don't, they often don't make sense. I mean, if we take, uh, I hate repeating yes, Trump, but I think that what's going on right now uh, where, um, I think it's in Michigan, where, where they are protesting uh, uh, what's it called? Social, social distancing. Mm-hmm. They're processing social distancing by uh, blockading hospitals. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, well, the, I, it, it simply doesn't make sense unless you think in the most ego, ego, egoistic kind of sense. Like basically, everyone who works within healthcare is is, is some sort of servant. Mm-hmm. So basically, I have a human right to be treated by another servant. But they are also individuals, so we are in the, we're not really independent in, in, in any kind of sense, really. We are very de- dependent on each other right. for this society to work. But I, I think, it, but, but if you have that kind of egoistical thinking, mm. which I really think is a determining factor of what I describe as a low cost, uh, you have a situation where basically uh, it is set up to fail in every sort of sense, because basically. Um, if you work within healthcare, you should have the liberty to deny someone healthcare. If if uh, if a person willingly uh, wants to go out today and get corona, mm-hmm. basically you have a situation where the disease is going to be transmitted at a higher rate than necessary, and they're going to go into healthcare, and the key individuals trying to actually help the problem will find themselves at a more d- dangerous situation. Uh, putting their lives at risk because of all these low costs. So and I think that's a really defining factor of uh, how basically uh, a lot of crises plays out and how uh, what, what basically the, the low costs, how they're consuming uh, both the ability for uh, the human race to, to basically survive, but also uh, how uh, limited we are uh, as a species to move towards something that we know are be- is better. Because we we're, we're always kept back. I mean, the, the weakest link is basically the strongest link. But if basically the whole chain is just weak links, 
and there's just key individuals that is basically holding up everything as strong links, then nothing is going to work in, in, in the long run. And I think that a lot of the protesting going on right now, and it's, as I even understand, uh, Trump is even uh, uh, supporting the protests, which makes no sense. In, in, in any kind of term, it, does, it simply doesn't make no sense. Yeah. Unless they want to destroy each other, like a whole, a whole society that has somehow picked up this uh, idea of liberty that yeah. destruction of uh, ourselves and basically our society is some sort of liberty. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. But trying to, to stick to, uh, I'm, yeah, I might definitely. be a bit <laughs> autistic when it comes to the concept <laughs> here, but a more simple but maybe stupid question. Do you want mankind to be able to move to another planet? and continue to exist? Or would you prefer that this species just disappears? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. Uh, see, see, that's the thing. I think everyone is uh, egoistic. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's also a thing. I mean, uh, so basically when I say I lost uh, faith in humanity, I don't put myself in a special group where I'm not human. Of course I'm human. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the resentment towards what I describe locusts is a resentment that I have towards myself as well. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, I think in a lot of sense, you are going to get depressed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, as long as, I mean, you have to be honest enough with yourself that basically if I see people doing a certain thing, I know that I'm prone to do the same thing because I'm also human. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I, I, I would like our species to, to, to live on. Yeah. But in a rational sense, no, I don't. No, I don't uh, because I don't think that anything will change. I really think that if we had the ability to, let's say, uh, uh, populate Mars, what we would probably do is the same thing that will probably happen to Earth as well. We will consume all the resources and we we'll have to move on to a new planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think though, in some sense, though, it kind of makes sense for our ability to move on. Because that, that basically uh, would mean that we would be able to uh, to live on as a species and somehow uh, ex- express ourselves and everything. Uh, I, I think humans are really interesting in a lot of sense because I, I think uh, a defining factor for people in a lot of sense is we, we don't really want to live in uh, reality. And I, I think that's really, uh, even if we, we would go back to like 2,000 ages ago, uh, 2,000 years ago, uh, I think uh, in a lot of sense you would find uh, similar. Uh, I mean, uh, what we describe as art, I would say in a lot of sense is uh, uh, trying to escape reality. And I think uh, a theater in the same sense is basically trying to describe a ideal kind of world that we could see ourselves living inside uh, if only for just like a moment or wh- whatever, it really doesn't matter. But within that ideal world, we somehow, we'd rather exist there rather than the reality. Yeah. Uh, and I think that really defines us as a species in a lot of sense. And in that sense, even when we are causing the problem, knowingly that we are the, the key factor to, to like yeah, the, the responsibility we suppose we have and everything, uh, our need and want to escape causes a situation where basically we'd rather choose this kind of fantasy and the fantasy is somehow higher than um, uh, the, the, the real kind of uh, uh, threat we're causing, both the planet but also uh, other animals uh, and uh, basically the, the whole planet. Uh, and we don't really live up to responsibility because we'd rather turn back to the, the fantasy. We prefer the, the fantasy because it sums, as I, I, I think this goes back to the, the roots of where we came from. Our 
not only uh, wish to live in a fantasy, but also our inability to really cope with reality. Sure, I, I can understand that, but but still, nevertheless, what's this got to do? Whether you want uh, humans as a human, as an organism to to continue to exist or not? So what? So. To, so what if we're I mean, basically, basically, that situation is, in some sense, a fantasy. Uh, and I, okay. I, I think it's. I mean, uh, I think in some sense, if if you really look at the the like the, the the key, where we are right now, and our ability to basically make that move, most of everything points towards it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And even if it did happen, I think it would be more fair to describe us as a virus, mm-hmm. in the universe. Sure. But I mean. Then we get into a complicated situation. Is is a virus a bad thing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, and I think in a lot of sense, uh, I mean, if we if we're going to discuss religion in this in these kind of terms, uh, I think the idea of right and wrong mm. uh, is part of that fantasy world. Okay. Uh, but because I mean. I think it also correlates me why uh, a lot of uh, pain and suffering goes hand in hand with uh, religion. Because basically, uh, we're trying to describe something that isn't real, but yet again, we're uh, placing the fault of why it isn't working towards, uh, it's sort of like an appeal towards a fantasy world. And because of that fantasy world, we can say X and Y happened because of said which said in this case is, is a complete uh, uh, nonsense factor. Let's say like this, if, if you could time travel, would you prefer mankind to have taken care of this planet and left and maybe colonized another galaxy or what have you? Or would you just prefer that we die off like the virus you, you reckon we are? Oh, this is such a real, that's it. Uh, I think... Uh, in an egoistic sense, I, when I die, I'd really like to see the, the human species stand in some sense. But then again, if I get offspring, that is not an easy question. But I really think I think it's really an egoistic thing to, to get offspring, especially today. Okay. I mean, we are overpopulated. It makes more sense to adopt uh, in, every, in any uh, sort of rational sense. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's a lot of biological reasons why most people don't think in these terms. I think uh, uh, a conscious being can make the choice to adopt. Sure. But I, I don't think that uh, in a lot of sense we are conscious beings. We are more, we are more locusts. Mm-hmm. We, we react in a more uh, kind of binary set of rules that basically uh, organizes a species. We are very complicated, but if you look at the core of things, why we do certain things, um, I don't think it is that much complications. It's... It's more an algorithm that causes certain behavior. Mm-hmm. And we have this idea that we can somehow uh, move away from the algorithm. And when I say the algorithm, I mean uh, our uh, biology, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that is also one of the things that I would describe as a fantasy. Mm-hmm. We we're holding on to an idea that we somehow have an ability that we never expressed throughout all of human history. Everything is just on repeat. It's just cycles. And we're right now in a cycle that is very similar towards the fall of the Roman Empire, also World War II, and also the French Revolution. It's, it's all happening at once. Mm-hmm. And it's on a, glo- on a global scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very hard to, I mean, in some sense, I mean, 
do I do I wish pain upon others? Of course not. Do I wish suffering for others? Of course not. But in in some kind of sense, that is where we're heading towards. I mean, if if I could move myself away from the physical being that I am, and basically just be a sentient being watching what's happening, then I'd probably answer the question, yes, I would like to see the human species to move on to a new planet. Mainly because I think that, I mean, we are interesting. We do interesting things, and it's not rational. Do you think that you need a, a certain kind of personality type in order to be a misanthrope? Yeah, I, th I think you, uh, in some sense you, uh, uh, um, I would say analytical, but I would also say that you, in some sense, uh, would need empathy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the problem. I mean, if you have, um, if you have a strong belief that you want to help people, But then when you look more like rational on what we're doing, how we're treating each other and where we're heading towards, you can't really hold these together without really losing sanity. The only way to keep sanity is somehow admitting, no, this is not going to work. And it's not because of a structural problem, because I don't think we can, uh, I don't think we can move away. I mean, it's basically back to the toad, uh, uh, the toad picture. So, I think, and I, that's also one of the things. Uh, I think the problem now that we're moving towards, and uh, the only way for us to fix the problem is when the problem is too real. And the scale of the problems that we're creating now is is, is going to basically uh, kill off most of the, even animals and such. And that, that, I mean, I, I would describe myself as a, like, I, I try to eat vegan. Uh, I'm not the best vegan. Mm -hmm. But in that kind of sense, uh, I do think uh, animals are more important than human beings. I think that's a, that, that's a that's a really uh, like uh, I do I do uh, value dogs more than than humans in, in a lot of sense. Uh, I think that they're awesome. But the, you also have the key problem as as long as I identify as a vegan. Dogs eat meat. I don't eat meat, so it doesn't really make sense why we should keep them in society. But I still think they're better. Why are dogs better? Because of a fantasy. <laughs> yeah, okay. See, see I mean, I, mean, I, I am human. It, it, it really doesn't make sense when you start breaking it down and you put on that rational hat okay, and okay. start looking at problems more critical. Mm -hmm. Because I, then you realize that a lot of the things we are doing, it's basically just because of affection. Do you think it's a fair assessment to say that a misanthrope is a disappointed idealist? Yeah, definitely. I think that's great. Uh, because... Uh, um, If I go back to my to myself, I mean, I, I was really obsessed. I would say obsessed with uh, anarchy for for a whole, uh, long time. Um, I tried to basically uh, uh, create uh, some sort of uh, where science and uh, uh, political somehow would be able to meet and create some sort of society that uh, would not require us. Uh, it, it would be a willful uh, society that would cooperate. Um, Almost uh, naturalistic, so it would be, somehow would be a return back to roots. But uh, okay. in that kind of sense, I mean, uh, the, the the key reason why anarchy doesn't work is basically because of uh, the locusts' wishfulness of uh, being ordered and instructed. You have to say you have a similar situation in, in the the small years that it, we used to have a, an anarchy in Spain, where the fascists basically destroyed. The, the anarchists and, and there's good reasons for it anarchists are very bad at organizing whereas fascism is basically uh, elite yeah, right. 
organizational unit. And they're always going to stomp out anything that is uh, based on uh, a loose structure. So basically, we are moving towards one direction. It's not really that we are moving towards a lot of directions. Uh, if you look more critical on how the human spirit has evolved, fascism is really one of the key key factors that seems to be the one thing that we want. But we express a lot of distrust and uh, um, we, 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 well, there's a lot of hate towards fascism. But I, I think it's more uh, more towards the word rather than the inherent uh, uh, characteristics. But I think a lot of uh, people find appealing. But we, we, we basically uh, use semantics and rename these uh, appeals. So we don't really appeal to fascism, but we appeal to characteristics that we don't no longer label as fascist. But it's basically fascist. So when I say, uh, so basically to, to somehow summarize in, uh, in some sense, um, yes, there, there's a huge distrust, uh, both towards the current situation. Uh, when I say the current situation, I, I basically mean uh, how global warming came to be, uh, because that outdates both you and me. It's a far bigger problem than just saying it's our generation or like uh, our, our dads and everything. So it's a, it's a bigger uh, key issue. But also, I think we are biologically in tuned towards creating that exact sort of situation. Mm. And we can't deny our uh, biological limitations. We can't. As a biological creature, we are basically uh, creating a mess that we can't really really deal with. I think think in a lot of sense, it would make more sense uh, to basically leave the current situation we have towards something more towards an AI. And uh, in some sense, uh, if you look what's going on right now, I think we are uh, in the small steps of towards that type of society. And I'm not saying therefore we have something like Matrix or anything. I basically think we're just outdated and easily replaced. And that was the first part of this interview. Check out the rest. Thank you for supporting Prolia Media. Subscribe and thou shalt receive illumination.